We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Mike Island and Nicole Deal, and special guest, BIN Daily Podcast associate producer, Maggie B. Nowen, to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome to the show, everybody. How you doing? Hey. hey doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a, a an amazing year, uh, great coverage. Um, we've earned, I guess, a lot more uh, listeners and viewers and a lot more engagement over the years, I think, by covering stories like the ones we're about to review today. So for today's episode, we're going to be looking back on the year. And really re-examining some of the major stories that we covered and kind of just make a determination as to how far we've come and how far we need to go. So let's not delay. Uh, Our first story we're going to revisit comes from June. uh, And that was when the Supreme Court eliminated the constitutional right to an abortion, overruling the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that left the question of abortions legality to the states. So, Nicole, let's start with you on this one. Give us your thoughts on what happened, of course, and then um, how that's impacted us. Oh, gosh, Ramses, I don't even know where to start. I'm absolutely devastated Mm -hmm. by this Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, I remember when this story was breaking, I honestly could not believe what I was hearing. The translation for me was that a woman's right to choose was being taken away. Um, And I don't want to minimize the issue, but everything in this country is about a choice. Um, We get to decide. This is why we live in America. We get to decide where we live. We get to decide what we eat. It's a free Um, country. Exactly. Some people prefer McDonald's over Burger King, Hmm. but at the end of the day, We all have choices. Um, This was a push 
by Republicans, conservatives and activists, and they won, you know, and and for me, this is a this is a sensitive matter because I am a Christian, Mm -hmm. but this is not about what I may or may not choose for myself. Right. This is about every woman in the country, in the nation, having the right to choose what's right for them Mm. and what they do with their own body. Um, I just get so passionate about this and I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, a man who has never labored to bring a child in this world, I'm sorry, they just should not have a voice at this table. You know, if you haven't had the swollen feet and the back pain and the labor <laughs> pains and the, you know, the the postpartum depression or whatever it is that goes along with that, sure. I, I just, I, I know that's not popular, but I just don't, I think it's the woman's decision. And if a man decides to have a vasectomy, that is his decision and his decision alone. You know, he can consult with his significant other if he so chooses, but ultimately that decision belongs to him, you know, and I just believe that what a woman does with her own body is between she and her doctor. Mm -hmm. It is not something that should be legislated by Congress. Um, And really the bigger issue is where does this stop? Right. Right. If the U.S. Supreme Court is putting limitations on this for every woman, every woman on the planet who is above, you know, a a certain age that can make these decisions. Where does it stop? You know, if I have cancer, will the Supreme Court tell me that I don't have a right to chemo or or that I can't have surgery? You know, if I want to marry someone outside of my race, will I be allowed to do that? These decisions, this decision, um, it infringes on our freedoms as a nation, you know, or uh, will, will LGBTQ rights be violated? You know, again, this is not what I would personally choose or decide for myself. It's about not yielding to government overreach mm-hmm. on private medical matters, particularly something as sensitive as rape or incest. You know, I just believe that the government needs to stay out of the woman's out of a woman's OBGYN office. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I I, I know what you mean uh, that in terms of what happened with respect to the Supreme Court, the federal protections for the citizens to keep the government out of their uh, private medical uh, affairs and family planning um, uh, circumstances uh, is, is something that's been the cultural and legal norm in this country for the entirety of both of our lives. And so for that to uh, be overruled is something that has definitely made an impact. And, and I want to ask another woman uh, who obviously wrote our original piece here on this show, uh, Maggie. So give us your thoughts, Maggie, on the Supreme Court's decision. Um, I have to second everything Nicole said. Um, this is definitely the most abhorrent, uh, one of the most abhorrent stories that we saw this year. Um, when it comes down to it, men, uh, which it was the majority of men, of course, that made this decision um, about women's bodies, about not just women's bodies, but women's lives. Because um, when you have a baby, it's not just a one day thing. It's like a forever thing. Um, it's just unacceptable. And I think that in you know, going into 2023, when, um, you know, most reason and logic 
would be associated with what we would expect new laws or changes in laws to be associated with this had zero justification um you know you just mentioned how in our lifetime um this has been the norm um in my lifetime i have exercised my right to have an abortion more than one time i cannot imagine my life if i had more than the one child that i do have that i decided to have that i chose to have um you know that is my choice again not even considering the medical issues you know when people are raped or um the incest type of things so i don't really think that there's exceptions to the rule it's just point out blank women decide what they want to do with their bodies and with their lives and when we have men you know choosing to make choices like this that extra that you know affect the entire nation in the way that they do at this magnitude, I think it's really hard for the majority of us um, in our right minds to take legislation, you know, as seriously as we could if people were making, um, you know, choices based in logic. So I think that, you know, overwhelmingly, when we're looking at, I guess, the silver lining, we can see here that uh, more, more brings us together than separates us, sure, you know, sure. um, every woman, Every woman knows somebody or, you know, has been affected by every man knows somebody or has been affected by um, an abortion, whether they know it or not. And so I think that it's something that because this actually did happen, it wasn't just talk. Um, it really is food for thought. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Mike, I know that this is something that you spent a lot of time covering. What are your takeaways uh, that you can share with our listeners from covering this, you know, monumental news story? Well, I'll tell you what, I have to second everything Nicole said and I third everything Maggie said. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> now, speaking as a, uh, just to give you a little bit of my background and why this is a big deal for me, I have a wife and four grown daughters. Okay. That's my family, uh, mm -hmm. five females. The subject of abortion had never come up until the Roe v. Wade uh, was rescinded. So the, uh, but I uh, have three daughters are married, two with children. Uh, none of them have ever uh, decided uh, on an abortion, but it's a big deal. Just like Maggie said and Nicole said, you know, it's the matter of someone telling you what you can do with your body. And just uh, like they said, if you haven't gone through labor, if you haven't gone through the uh, pains, uh, you can't possibly understand and enough to make those types of decisions. What I'm actually seeing now is a lot of uh, uh, patients from other states traveling to, uh, you know, crossing state lines yeah. to have an abortion at one of the, the health centers across the state. I think Planned Parenthood is where they go to. And there's just uh, one state to another. Uh, that's now a big issue, and I have no idea whether something's going to come of it in 2023. But uh, abortion bans don't stop people, obviously, from having or needing abortions. They just make it more, this make it harder to access care. And it's it's uh, it's a shame that uh, the number of patients from other states that are forced to travel, you know, and it's at a historic high. So speaking as the uh, wife of five females, I agree with uh, Nicole and Maggie. They pretty much uh, said the uh, the brunt of what I've covered uh, on the subject. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously that's in a story that, you know, that, you know, that we, we got to play the long game. 
for that one. It's, 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 there's a lot of people that feel the way that it seems like we all feel. Um, in fact, the majority of the country. So, you know, obviously we'll continue to cover that story and see how it continues to develop. But there are certainly people who are pushing back um, on behalf of our sisters uh, in this country. I'm Tony Coles, president of the Black Information Network. Thank you for making 2022 an unforgettable year for the BIN family and for being with us every step of the way. You celebrated with us as our network grew beyond expectations. And you mourned with us as we lost Tanita Myers, our Vice President of News. If you've ever lost a loved one, you know the first holiday without them is difficult. This year, as the BIN family looks back on 2022 with love and gratitude, we also look ahead with excitement and anticipation because Tanita's commitment to telling every black story lives on in everything that we do. We're proud to be America's black voice and we thank you for listening. Happy holidays and happy new year from the Black Information Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. 
We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Black Information Network news anchors Mike Island and Nicole Deal are with us today discussing this week's major stories. Now, uh, another big story this year, uh, particularly for us, um, was it also comes from June. Uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson Jackson was sworn into the U.S. Supreme Court, becoming the first black female justice in the court's history. Um, so here's another one uh, where I, I believe it's important to let uh, the women on, on today's conversation uh, go first. So I'd love to start with you again, Nicole, if, if this is something you want to weigh in on. How did this hit you? Uh, tell us about the coverage. You know, just tell us your takeaways. Absolutely. First of all. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, I'll give you some snaps, too. <laughs> Standing ovation. I mean, well done, Katanji Brown Jackson. Yes. Um, I am just so honored and privileged to have witnessed this in my lifetime uh, as an African-American, as a woman and as a journalist. Um, we all know the story. Uh, Democrat Katanji Brown Jackson, she was nominated by President Joe Biden uh, in February of this year. A few months later, in April, she was confirmed by the U.S. Senate uh, and she was sworn into office on June 30th. Um, and as you've already stated, I mean, this is a milestone for us as 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 a people, as a black people, as as a culture, as as women, this is just huge. This is huge. Um, her confirmation sends a message to every black person in this country that you can be what it is you set out to be. Uh, she went to Harvard. Mm -hmm. Both of her parents graduated from HBCUs. Um, she again, you know, she just she stood on her education. She came from a family who valued education. Um, and let me just remind all of us that this is a lifetime appointment. Mm -hmm. You know, she's 52 years old. So hopefully uh, she has miles to go before she sleeps and many cases that she will be a part of that will impact our society, our culture and our lives and our nation. Um She's she's worked as a law clerk. She worked in private practice. She clerked for U.S. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. Sure. Uh, she handled cases for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. I mean, suffice it to say, she is tremendously qualified uh, and she has a prominent future ahead. Uh, I just hope and pray that she uses her platform uh, publicly and privately as a Supreme Court justice to uphold the rules of law and justice uh, for the betterment of all Americans. And who knows, maybe this issue of Roe v. Wade may be revisited someday. Sure. Um, and, and maybe she will have a voice and a vote and, and you know, an impact uh, where that uh, that law is concerned and the rights for women. Absolutely. And that, that was such an exciting story. Uh, I remember when we were uh, following it uh, very early on from, you know, Biden's announcement that he would nominate a black woman to Supreme Court to you know, all the potential candidates. And uh, then finally, the announcement. And, and Maggie, of course, you helped uh, write a lot of those scripts. So talk us through that whole process and, and your feelings throughout that whole process. 
Yeah. Um, so Katanji Brown Jackson is just a supreme breath of fresh air. Um, as Nicole said, representation matters. So, um, you know, we all expected that she was going to get the scrutiny that she did uh, during her confirmation hearings. Um, but what, you know, an example of ebony excellence where she had, you know, really just like Nicole laid out uh, just an impeccable background, um, both personal and professional. And then also, you know, no skeletons in the closet, unlike um, some of the other previous um, administration's nominees. So I think that, um, you know, once we got through the hearing process and, um, you know, it was confirmed that she was going to be confirmed and that she actually was confirmed, that was, um, it was almost surreal. It was one of those, you know, Barack Obama type moments. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's a it was a huge first, and I think that she has not taken um, this moment, uh, this role in any capacity of lightness. Um, she has hit the ground running. She has at this point already banked the most um, time in actually talking when it comes to the back and forth when they're going through the cases this year. So people are commenting about the fact that she's written a few dissents already and she's just very engaged and very outspoken, but not in a way that, you know, it doesn't, it's not relevant. She's actually bringing a lot of missing what's been previously missing context to the table, um, including much needed historical context. That has been missing up until this point. So, um, you know, as Nicole mentioned, uh, her youth will hopefully be everyone's benefit, and we look forward to seeing what she does and continuing to lead by example for all of us. I love that. I love that, Mike. Let's let's get your thoughts as well because I know that this is another story that you covered. Uh, yeah, pretty well. Don't let me be like Cory Booker here. <laughs> <laughs> Cory Booker, man. You know, uh, I have to echo uh, his feeling that day is the same way I was feeling. Sure. And uh, I shed a few tears, you know, as he was speaking on it, and uh, I just felt it. And of course, again, uh, going back to my family of five females, uh, you can just imagine uh, the glory uh, expressed in this household mm. uh, about this uh, remarkable ap appointment. I remember uh, President Biden, he said he looked for a candidate with exceptional credentials, and he said unimpeachable character. I remember that part and unwavering dedication to the rule of law. That is her. She is going to uh, have a profound impact on the Supreme Court uh, decisions. I was momentarily discouraged uh, with it because of the the numbers aren't working in her favor. Of course, as far as the uh, the voting process, right. uh, you She's know. So yeah. uh, yes, and so I was momentarily discouraged, but then I began uh, a wave of optimism came over me, much like uh, Nicole expressed. Uh, that the makeup can be different in the future. There could be some decision that she's going to have a major, major impact on. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that that remains to be seen. It's not going to be the same always as it is now. Something will change where she's going to get a chance uh, to do that to do that well in uh, in her younger years, uh, you know, at any point really uh, during her tenure, that she's going to be able to make a profound impact and the best is yet to come. Sure. I love that. You know, um, Trevor Noah said something on his, his last episode, uh, and he said, you know, effectually what he communicated to his audience was that, uh, you know, you should listen to black women. And I think that culturally there has been a push toward that, um, idea that listening to black women benefits everybody. 
And with Katanji Brown Jackson being on the Supreme Court, despite being outnumbered in terms of voting, you know, conservatives versus liberals, um, she now is that black woman. She has that voice and she can offer that perspective in that room. Um, and those of us who tend to be more optimistic, you know, as you mentioned, Mike, uh, can, can take that and know that at least, uh, the perspective is being brought up in the conversation, you know, the, the, the different angles, the different ideas, the things that people might overlook, fail to consider, um, et cetera. And so, uh, this obviously is a step in the right direction. Um, any anytime you bet on black women, I think that that's a good bet. And uh, she's about as solid a bet as anybody's ever going to make. Just a, a jewel, and and we're really excited for her career, um, as Nicole mentioned. So can't wait to see what happens next. This concludes part one of our two part year end recap for the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. Check back in with us tomorrow as we resume discussions on the midterm elections and the mass shootings we covered all year. I am your host, Ramses Ja. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.